truly there are so many situations Mm. where you have somebody who is in significant debt but that debt is really only part of the picture of a lot of other problems and so this program is great because it helps people deal with the debt but it also helps them engage back in with community and deal with problems that otherwise they just would never get support to deal with. Welcome to Law for Community Workers on the Go, a series of podcasts designed specifically for community workers, health workers and anyone else who works to support people in their community. My name is Kerry Wright and I work with the Legal Aid New South Wales Community Legal Education Team. I'm here today with Jessica McLaren, who is the lawyer with the Legal Aid New South Wales Work and Development Order Service in Sydney. Welcome, Jess. Thanks, Kerry. Hi. Today we're going to be talking about fines and the Work and Development Order Service, or WDOs as they're fondly known as, and how community workers can assist their clients who have fines they can't afford to pay. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we're recording on today and pay our respects to their elders past and present. Recently, the Legal Aid New South Wales Work and Development Order, or WDO, service received a call from a client with over $10,000 of fines debt. Let's call this client Jack. Jack was very upset and angry about having to pay these fines. Jack lives in a boarding house and was on Centrelink. The lawyer suggested the WDO program as a way to deal with the debt, but not actually have to pay any money. Jack was interested, but surprised that such a program existed, and wanted to know what strings were attached. None, they said, and told him about the WDO activities. They said he could do volunteer work, participate in a course, get counselling or medical treatment. They asked if he was interested in any of these things. He was wary at first, so they gave him their phone number and said he could call back when he knew what he wanted to do. About 10 minutes later, Jack called in tears and said he wanted to see a psychologist, but he didn't know how, and no one had ever offered to help him before. The lawyer stepped Jack through the process of going to the GP to get a mental health care plan and found him a psychologist who was also a WDO sponsor. With the WDO lawyer's help, Jack was able to get the help and support he needed, as well as clearing his fines debt. Firstly, Jess, it'd be great to if you could tell us a bit about your role as a WDO service lawyer. What does this mean? I am a solicitor and I work in a team of other solicitors and paralegals and we are all over New South Wales. My area is Sydney Metro. So if anybody who has fines debt or would like advice about their fines, they can come and see us and we can give that advice. And we also work with WDO sponsors to give them training to sign them up to the program and to continue the engagement with the program. And how long have you been doing this role? I've been doing it for about two years now. Okay. And the client's story that I read out at the beginning, that's actually one of your clients, I understand. So you've helped him to pay off his fines. 
So what do you find most rewarding about this work with the WDO service? Yes, he is one of my clients. And uh, when I was trying to think of a case study, truly there are so many situations mm. like this where you have somebody who is in significant debt but that debt is really only part of the picture of a lot of other problems. And so this program is great because it helps people deal with the debt, but it also helps them engage back in with community and deal with problems that otherwise they just would never get support to deal with. There aren't that many programs out there for lawyers to work in where we can be so positive in people's lives. So that's what makes me particularly enjoy it. So let's now talk um, about the work and development order service in more detail. So when we're talking about fines, what fines are we talking about? Okay, so for uh, work and development orders, we're talking about debts that are with Revenue New South Wales. People might know that as state debt or Office of State Revenue, but they're Revenue New South Wales now, and it's fines and penalty notices. So you're thinking about all the fines people get for driving or transport or bicycle without a helmet, dog without a lead, mm-hmm. all of that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, also court fines and victims restitution orders. So this is the debt that people have with victim services where somebody has made a victim's compensation claim and victim services has paid the victim. Uh, In certain circumstances, victim services can then ask the perpetrator of the offence to pay back that money. So even if somebody's already um, paid a fine to the court or they've served a prison sentence, this is something different to that. Um, And it can often be quite a significant amount of money. So, Jess, do you know why we have WDOs in New South Wales, why why it all came about? So, we have them because we're lucky. So, (laughs) nobody else had anything like this in Australia until WDO started in New South Wales. Historically, people who have had fines debt have found themselves in prison. And there are still certain states in Australia where that can happen. Right. So, as part of the reform that happened in New South Wales to keep people out of jail, but then also to find a better way to deal with the problem we ended up with this great program which is a collaboration between revenue new south wales justice and legal aid and how does it actually work like you were talking about fines and revenues got all this enforcement action but what is the wdo what what does that what it actually means is it's a program that revenue legal aid and justice run so that a person does an activity or gets medical or mental health treatment and those activities have a dollar value which is then deducted from the fine. So for instance, you might have a fine and it's a couple of hundred dollars and I might suggest to you that you do some volunteer work. Mm -hmm. So we would have an organisation that we send you to who is a sponsor and then you'll go there and you'll say, I'd like to do a WDO. They sign you up, do all your paperwork and then for every hour 
of work that you do, $30 is deducted from your fine with a maximum of $1,000 a month. So some other activities are courses or education programs, which is $50 for every hour is deducted from your fine. You can also do drug and alcohol treatment, see a psychologist or a registered nurse or a GP, and those activities are $1,000 a month as long as you comply with treatment. And so is it only people on very low incomes like Centrelink that can do a WDO? That is one of the categories of eligibility, but we've also got people with mental health, homelessness, anyone under the age of 18, cognitive impairment or intellectual disability, addiction to drug or alcohol. For the low income, we say it is acute financial hardship, which usually means a person's on Centrelink, but Mm. that's not a requirement. You might have a job but be earning very little, so the guidelines set out how much money um, Mm. you can be earning to still be eligible. And I read that um, last year when they updated the WDO guidelines that a gambling disorder is now eligible under... It is. So... For someone who has a mental health condition, the guidelines follow the DSM. So recently, gambling addiction was included as a mental health condition. So that's how we get it in. All right. Oh, that's good to know. And I also read in the recent edition of WDO News, which people can subscribe to via the Legal Aid New South Wales website, but there's nearly 3,000 WDO sponsors, which you, you were just alluding to before, that the sponsor's the person, the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so who are they and what do they do? Okay, so sponsors are government departments. Uh, so you might have health or medical or family community services. Um, they can be not-for-profits. So we have lots of small and large community organisations. You can be a medical practitioner, which is a doctor, a psychologist or a registered nurse. You can also be a for-profit business but only in certain circumstances. So, for instance, we've got some job providers who are a for-profit business but also run courses for people on preparing for work or Mm. doing your CV or something. And so these sponsors, they sign up to the scheme and then you were saying that they sign up the person on the WDO as well? That's right. So the information is all online on the Revenue New South Wales website and you can sign up there. Um, You get given access to a portal which is part of the Revenue New South Wales system and that's where you put the name of your person who's doing the WDO. You write down what their activities are, how many hours a month they're going to do and then each month you jump in and say yes they did it or maybe no they were sick so we didn't do it this month but we're going to do it again next month and then when it's finished you'll mark them off and say they've done all their activities and the person will get a certificate to say they've cleared all of their debt. Excellent and can they be doing a WDO with TAFE and then also doing some volunteer work with another service? How does Um, that work? You can only do it with one organisation at a time but there are ways within the program that we can get people to do a couple of activities but it's only one organisation that can be the sponsor. So for things like that, sponsors can contact Legal Aid or Revenue and we can talk to you about how 
to organise that for you so that your person's getting the most out of their WDO. So trying to maximise, get that full $1,000 a month. Exactly. Especially if people have a lot of debt. So if there's community workers listening who don't work for a service that's already a sponsor, how can they help their client clear their fines? Uh, First thing is you could sign up as a sponsor, which Mm -hmm. would be great because we're always looking for new organisations to join the program. Yes. So that's one option. Another option might be to get in touch with Revenue New South Wales and you can call them and help your person to find another organisation where they can do a WDO or you could refer them to the WDO service at Legal Aid and we can help them find the right place to go. And Revenue New South Wales have this advocacy hotline, don't they? So community workers can sign up for that so they can actually speak to Revenue about their clients. Absolutely. So this is a really great option for anybody who works with people who have fines because what you can do is sign up and then it lets you speak on behalf of your clients to revenue without needing to have a written authority or anything. So if you've got a client who says to you, oh yeah, I think I've got some debt, but I just have no idea. I've been homeless and I have no idea what happened to my mail, for Mm. instance. Um, You could then ring up revenue and revenue would say to you, oh yes, this person's got $2,000. We've cancelled their license and we're about to take money out of their bank account. And you would say, no, 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 don't do that. Uh, We're going to help them find a WDO we're going to sort this out and then you can advocate on their behalf to tell revenue that this is a vulnerable person you should lift these restrictions on the license and also ask for a hold so that you've got some time to set up the WDO or if not with your own organization find an appropriate organization for a WDO yes that's excellent So when it comes to fines with the Legal Aid New South Wales lawyers, obviously you're helping them uh, access the Work and Development Order Service, but are there other things, for example, the case study I was reading earlier, are there other things that you can help people with when it comes to fines when they've got significant amounts owing? Absolutely. So one of the things that um, our team does is give people advice about their fines and whether they should challenge them, asking revenue to annul them or to assign them to somebody else. So you'll often get people who've experienced domestic violence and they've got lots of fines that actually belong to their partner. And then finally they leave and they've got a bit of strength back to deal with all these problems. And then they say, oh my goodness, hundreds of dollars and all my demerit points are gone because of what my partner did. So we can give them advice about the best way to fix all of that sort of thing. We can also help people who have big debts. The case study that we talked about at the top, that man is probably not going to be able to clear his whole debt Mm. with WDO because he's only going to have a certain amount of sessions per year that are covered by Medicare. So we have a few other options that we can use with Revenue New South Wales to write off the debt. So it's always worth getting in touch with a legal aid solicitor, even if you have the WDO in place, if it's going to be a really big debt. And as an organisation, you just say, we can't deal with this whole thing. Yes. We'd much rather you come back to us and we make a plan rather than that person leaving your organisation still with debt 
and then the potential of enforcement actions starting all over again. Yes, exactly. Okay, so um, I also just want to mention that on the uh, home page for this podcast, we've got links to Revenue New South Wales and the Legal Aid New South Wales WTO teams. So we often get asked also if uh, WDOs are only for New South Wales fines. So if we've got uh, community workers who have a client with fines in more than one state, for example, uh, we work with a lot of people who live in border communities like Aubrey-Wodonga, Canberra, New South Wales, Tweed and Queensland. What, what should that worker do to when they're talking to their clients about their fines? Um, well, first of all, thanks for talking to your client about their fines because that's a big help. <laughs> yes. Um, New South Wales is WDOs, but... Queensland and Victoria do have their own programs. Okay. So you might want to put your client in touch with legal aid in those states. The other thing is sometimes on those border states, the New South Wales team has found sponsors in Queensland and eventually it might work out that the Queensland Spur program will have sponsors on the New South Wales side. So there's... A collection of ways we could deal with this problem so the main thing is is just to get your client in touch with either the issuer the fines issuer like Revenue New South Wales or Spur or get them to a legal aid office or a community legal centre just so that you can figure it out as quickly as possible so that they don't have to incur any enforcement action. That's probably something you could talk a little bit about is enforcement action so there's the fines and then there's more. There's always more. (laughs) Uh, So we've got the fine. Uh, So this is for New South Wales, but other jurisdictions will have something similar. So for border people, you'll be dealing with something similar. So uh, you'll get your fine. If you don't pay it in time, it will increase because there will be a um, like an administration fee. So that's one thing to avoid. The other thing is if you haven't paid the fine and it goes into enforcement, then Revenue New South Wales has significant powers to get your attention to get you to pay the fine. So they could take the money out of your bank account, garnish your bank account or your wages. They could take your matter to court and give you what's called an examination summons and ask you to explain to a court all your finances. Um, And then they'll decide how much of it they should be able to get themselves to satisfy the fine. They can cancel your driver's license. They can cancel your rego. And the other thing that they can do is something called business restrictions. And this means that if you want to go to RMS to get a driver's license or update your details there, you won't be able to do anything. So for instance, I've had a client who was in severe financial hardship, needed to apply for Centrelink, but couldn't get... ID from RMS to then go and make the Centrelink application. So had the fines debt, couldn't deal with the fines debt because they didn't have any money because they couldn't get Centrelink because they couldn't get their ID. So um, these are the kinds of enforcement action that we want to try and avoid by doing a WDO or finding another way to deal with the fine. There's a few other things revenue can do. They can send the sheriffs around Mm. 
Um, they can also put a charge over your land or they can order community service. And every time they do anything enforcement, they add more money to your they fine, do. don't they? They do. So often you'll get clients who say, you know, this was just a $65 fine. Why is it $200 now? There's mm. Something's gone wrong. And you'll say, no, it hasn't. <laughs> this is how much it costs for them to try and get the money off you. Yes, yeah. So Jess, uh, I heard yesterday um, when I was talking to someone about the Legal Aid New South Wales 2017-18 annual report that fines is the most common matter type for advice being given across the organisation. That's pretty amazing, I think. Yeah, but also not surprising when you know that there are 17,000 penalty notice offences in New South Wales. So... Everybody's getting fined for everything. (laughs) So it's lucky if you don't have a fine by the sounds of it. Pretty much. Mm. So, you know, it's people getting fined who want to challenge the circumstances of the the issuing officer. Mm. Um, It's people who then have the fine and can't pay for it. So there's lots of different aspects to fines advice. But with that many offences, it's crazy if you don't have a fine. So we're hoping that community workers will also make that one of their key questions. And certainly with our our law checkup client referral form, it's the top question. Mm. (laughs) So we're very conscious that fines are a key issue for a lot of people in New South Wales. So finally, Jess, as you know, this podcast is for community workers. So what would be one or two key messages you'd like to leave with them if they have a client who needs help with their fines. Okay, so my messages in light of what we just said are number one, screen for fines, Deb. If you are working with someone and you're working through their issues, regardless if it's uh, particularly about money, so obviously a financial counsellor is going to ask that question, but perhaps if you're um, a youth worker, you might not think that that's the first thing, but actually fines is going to be a huge impact on a young person's life. It's going to be an impact for everybody. So ask the question. It is a legal problem. We do have legal remedies, so help people to realise that they don't just have to lump it, that there are ways that they can deal with fines and fines debt. Yes. My second message is not to delay in dealing with the fines once you find out about them. So all the enforcement action that we talked about, Mm -hmm. all of that can be headed off if we deal with the fine early. It'll keep the actual amount of the fine down as well as prevent the enforcement action. And it also gives us more options if people do want to challenge a fine. Because the longer you leave it, the less options you've got. So deal with it quickly. um, And then we don't have to worry about the consequences of not paying the fine on top of the fine, on top of whatever else you're doing to help (laughs) your clients. Well, that's right. And one of the things we didn't talk about was payment plans. So... It is possible someone might be able to go on a payment plan and you often help negotiate a very low payment plan, don't you, for clients? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So if you're uh, a registered advocate, you would be able to do that as well for your clients, but that's something that we can do. So we know that WDOs aren't suitable for everybody. Some people are just uh, living too chaotic a life to maintain regular appointments or to participate in community activities. So... For them, it might be a a low payment plan is the way to go. So that's something else that we can do to talk to people 
to help them figure out what's their best option. If you're on a payment plan, you're protected from all that enforcement action as well. So it's Mm. often um, an important step in the process. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Jess. It's been fantastic talking to you today. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Kerry. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. tuning in today. If you are interested in becoming a WDO sponsor organisation, you can submit an application through the Revenue New South Wales website. If you want to advocate on behalf of your clients with Revenue New South Wales, you must first register yourself through their website. And if you would like to subscribe to the WDO e-newsletter that Kerry mentioned during the podcast, the links for all of these will be in the episode notes. If you thought this episode today was useful, why not tell everyone at your work or even play a bit at your next team meeting? Um, And if you have a topic you would like us to cover, just send us an email and we'll be in touch. Follow us on Podbean or iTunes so you know when our next episode gets released and make sure to subscribe to our e-alerts. They let you know about free upcoming webinars and workshops as well as any changes to the law that might be relevant to your work as a community or health worker. You can subscribe to those by following the links in the show notes. Until next time, thanks again from the CLE branch here at Legal Aid New South Wales.